0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Having Said That with Lander Griffith. I am your host, as I am weekly, Lander Griffith. Just want to say a huge shout-out to everybody who has recently found me. I'm assuming a lot of that has to do with the unfortunate event of Facebook, but... A lot of listens have happened the last couple weeks. I appreciate that. Keep spreading the word. We're going to keep trying to have fun guests on, fun conversations, serious conversations. Find me on Instagram. Find me on Twitter. um, Find me on Facebook. All the good stuff. Keep spreading the word. I have had a couple people tell me that they can't figure out because they'll hit the play button on my Facebook clips and it's too short of a clip to be a podcast. Those are just uh, teasers for the next day. That is not the podcast. So. <laughs> That's the shortest podcast I've sh- ever heard. This insane. How are you famous? 30 seconds. So, um, I think on my second episode, so first guest, we had a fun guest here to discuss some pretty intriguing questions um, that has now, like, super increased to where it's my number two all time, and we're, like, creeping up on the number one by one Listen. We are at 88 listens on that one Dang. The only other one would be 89, which would be my intro episode So Blink, let's get yeah, this time, one up to time 90 Time of availability, man e- Exactly
1: Yeah, I have something to do with that
0: Having said that, I have my first repeat guest The one and only Mr. Mark Youngblood is back For us to blow your mind holes with more mind-blowing <laughs> questions Mark, what's up, buddy? What's up, man?
1: Thanks for having me back again
0: well, we knew you were coming back, but I've had a bunch of people coming over and we've been doing this. So I text you about an hour or so. It's been about two hours ago. And I said, Hey man, you want to come over later after seven when I get off work? You sure, man, let's go. I'm like, wait, what are we going to talk about?
1: <laughs> that should tell you all you need to know about how exciting my life is.
0: <laughs> I was going to I thought you were going to say that should tell you all I need to know about how exciting my podcast is.
1: That that was implied. <laughs> if, if you didn't catch that from the inflection in my voice. That's what I meant to say. Yes. It came out as I, I'm a extremely dull person. <laughs> with
0: nothing else <laughs> going on. <laughs> so last episode, we left people with a lot of questions. And what was fun for me is a lot of people at work were talking about this stuff. The hot dog sandwich <laughs> thing People are still like, dude, I don't agree with that. There's no way. I'm like, listen, <laughs> I don't make the rules. I just read them off of Google. <laughs> but the whole idea of that, and whenever you and I have conversations, is to get people's minds thinking. Correct. Right.
1: We want to uh, break that that new tangent off in another direction and start you thinking about exactly. things you wouldn't normally think about.
0: And some of the stuff we talked about there, and that you and I talk about, just in general. We may or may not feel a certain way about some things.
1: No, it's a fun lot of to the just conversations pose the we question.
0: have, Like, I think you even said this quote last time no dogs in the fight. They're just fun to talk about. Yeah. Let's make you think. Yeah. If we piss you off along the way, then so <laughs> be it. It's,
1: it's better to be entertaining than right.
0: That I love that shit because yeah, I'm yeah. never right. Yeah. So I'm always entertaining. Like, yeah. I'll at least make you think, <laughs> even though I might be completely wrong. Absolutely. I brought this question up to you and Ty King the other day. Um, thank you for responding to the text because Ty still hasn't responded <laughs> to that text and I wanted to see his take on it. This question has bothered me for far too long, okay? And I'm not so like, I, I brought it up to a group text today. I brought it up to people at work, much like I did last time because I got to get, pick, pick, pick people's minds. And what I want to know is, can you have a medium... Without having small and large. Okay. Uh, I understand,
1: like, the answer I gave, I understand your question. Okay. Medium in that term is like an adjective. Right. So you would think that that medium adjective would fall in between the small adjective and the large adjective. Exactly. My argument was... Why not think of a medium as a noun? It's its own size. This is a standardized word for a particular size.
0: I think if you're talking about clothing, <clears throat> that that argument's valid. Like a medium, a men's medium is a men's medium, right? Kids, women, but what i think about is and where this has been driving me nuts for years is you go to a restaurant and i've done it a thousand times and a lot of times you know me i call them out on it (laughs) you ever seen that movie uh where uh paul rudd and sean william scott have to do uh community services called role models uh i don't think so oh man you gotta watch i'm gonna youtube you the uh just the part of this he's fighting he's paul rudd's dating elizabeth banks and they're at uh, Starbucks, and everything Ugh, is yeah. a twenty. It's there's venti, there's tall, there's grande, and he gets into it, a big argument with the the waitress lady or whoever the barista because he's like, all of these things being twenty, they mean the exact same thing, and he's <laughs> like, and I laugh because I'm like, oh my god, I'm that old curmudgeon right there. But if I say I want a small unsweet tea. And you tell me we don't have small, we only have medium and large, it makes my skin crawl. Because if you only have medium and large, that means you don't have medium and large, you only have small and large. It's just whatever your business portrays as a small and a large. To me, medium should mean middle. Okay? Correct. So you can't have a medium without having a small.
1: You just can't. I'll still make the argument. Like, it's just a word that defines a size rather well, than... Well,
0: see, like, I, I text that to David, Dylan, Zach, and Weston earlier, and David was saying the same thing you were. He's like, so if you're saying that a small is about eight ounces, but if you don't have the eight-ounce glass and you only have 16 and 24, then really it's about a medium and a large. Yeah. I just, you'll never convince me that that's the way it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan, on the other hand, 100% agreed with what I was saying. Um,
1: I asked. I mean, that's the the logical argument, right? Like, right. If you're going to give something the name of a size, especially if it's in the middle of the size chart, then mm-hmm. why wouldn't you have the bottom of the size chart and the top of the size chart?
0: Exactly. How can you have a middle without a yeah. beginning and an end? Yeah. And I've told... I would like an infinite, please. <laughs> I have told... <laughs> People that think in the order, if I'm in the right kind of mood, and it's usually me in a good mood. It's not like me being a little yeah. jackass, but I'm like, so you don't have a medium. You really love a you small market.
1: Because ha- you know they don't have the answer to
0: the question. The best part about that is <laughs> whenever you look at them and you make eye contact and they're just like, wait, what yeah, did this frozen, guy just like, say? Oh, how do I answer this? 99 cents, So sir? that he doesn't want to talk to my manager. <laughs> he didn't talk to the manager. <laughs> is this the male version of Karen mm-hmm. right now? But I will stick to my guns till the day I die. And this has been baffling me longer than just two days ago. It's funny because when I text you and Ty, you and I hadn't planned this uh, podcast. No, just this had is to a know. spur of the moment This is like just happened here. a minute ago. But it was, I don't know what I was thinking about when I texted the two of y'all, but this has been bothering me for years. And I just don't believe you can have a medium without having a small and a large. I won't try to change your mind. Because medium is not quite large, <laughs> but it's not quite, it quite hopes small. To achieve large, right? One day. Right. Like there was a point in time when I it may have been a small a few weeks ago. It could have been, and now it's a medium. But now it's a medium. I just I don't believe that you can have medium without small and large. And I've asked about eight people this, and so everyone listening, please text me. I would prefer, honestly, if we would put it on social media. Maybe do that thing you did the other yeah, day. Yeah, make a poll. I gotta figure people out how love to, do to that. swipe
1: over your poll and not vote <laughs> for it. People skip
0: the poll. I'm just going to make a PSA. If you see a poll, especially on the Pick 4 podcast, don't be a lazy ass. Hit the button. What I got to do is push one button. You're going to push the button to swipe the story They're anyway. you are pushing the button to get through it because it's like 15 yeah, seconds. Just push and I nothing. One. I don't even do care this. if it's the yeah. one you want or not. Just push <laughs> one. Give me a vote. I may put this to a vote just to see. Yeah. I, I think I may try that. I'm going to have to learn how to do it. Let's put...
1: Uh, a, a poll up about people who
0: do swipe stories and don't vote or do vote. <laughs> I'm going to guess 100% of the people who do vote wait that they do vote.
1: <laughs> there will only be positive answers. Yeah. yeah.
0: So but we keep w- taking a drink at the same time. I know, I know, I know, awkward it's, podcast pauses. I wonder like if it's one of those things, you know, like if you're like, is a way to control power movements, they teach this scene to shitty people who are in sales on how to control people. If you cross your arms, then I cross mine immediately. Cause that's mimicking. Then I've already, you've already won this conversation. Well, you've heard the argument about who talks next, right? No.
1: Like if I make, and they teach this okay. selling cars, like if I, if I propose an offer to you mm. or write it down or whatever, and I say, okay, we can do this, this, and this. And I let you look at it. Okay. The next person to talk now loses. I I do not say a word until you give some sort of response about this proposition.
0: So I just need to sit there like in awkward silence.
1: If you sat there for an hour, we'd be there for an hour because I, I wouldn't say anything.
0: <laughs> so the first person to talk loses. Yes.
1: After You're, the after that. After proposition. the proposal has been made. Because yeah. if if I talk now, yeah. After showing that to you, I'm desperate. Yeah. Now I'm already trying to find a way to make you say yes, or or find a way to meet, you know, right. in the middle or whatever. That's but if I just let you make that decision
0: you now are not in control I'm still in control I think what I want to happen is, is the next time you go buy a vehicle I want to be there because <laughs> I would love to watch you in a Mexican standoff with a the salesman they have no
1: idea about my power uh, to maintain silence
0: this is <laughs> this is
1: true because I'm a champion at it <laughs> you're like, you're, you've been training for this moment no, I'm a
0: Jedi of silence <laughs>
1: Shout out to being back in the unicorn
0: room. Right. Did you notice that she's staring right at you? Well, we're sort of in love. So, I mean, it's kind of a thing, which reminds me, I don't know why I haven't done this yet. I need to take a few pictures. So do you have, what What do you got? You got a, a book of notes there. Keep in mind people. We, we really did not plan this. The things went awry with my guest that was supposed to be here. And so Mark made notes on the fly. He's like, cool. Got <laughs> notes. Be on my way. Into yeah, it. I'm
1: a, like a high end note taker anyway. Um, all we wanted to do was sort of keep things, uh, f- well, I have s- some fun ones and then some more serious ones. Sure. Uh, but they'll all be in the phys- philosophical nature like the last ones were. Okay. So do you want to start lightly or do you want to start more heavily?
0: Let's start a little lightly for what you got because mine was like as serious as any questions ever been. Okay. Give me a light one first. Um, what if I told you that
1: Vegetables don't exist. Vegetables don't exist? No, there's no such thing as vegetables. Vegetables is a made-up word. Okay. There are plants that bear fruit. Okay, so the fruit are the things you pick. So peppers, tomatoes, things like that. Okay, sure. Vegetables is the term assigned to the edible parts of plants. So, lettuce itself is just a plant rather than a vegetable. All you do is pick it up out of the ground, wash it off, and eat it. That's rather true. Rather than having to take a part of that that head of lettuce, okay, to eat. Okay. Same thing for uh, broccoli. Okay. Broccoli is a an edible plant. Plant. Right. It's not a vegetable per se. It's just there that. are there are. Plants you can eat and plants you can't eat.
0: <clears throat> that actually makes perfect sense. And I'm sitting there, my wheels are spinning, but when you use broccoli for some reason, it made sense because that that really is all it is. It is a plant.
1: Yeah.
0: I've, it, it's edible, but like really probably any plant is edible. It's just what is, what is more socially accepted as food besides the poisonous, not poisonous yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're getting away from that. But, you know, if like there's a tulip in the yard, Like, technically, you could pull that bulb out and eat it, right? (laughs) Yeah, you could. Because I'm guessing that, and I don't know this to be true, but as I'm saying tulip, like, I wonder if, is garlic kind of the same way? Does it grow as a bulb in the ground? Yeah, it's a bulb, yeah. And someone just decided, like, we're going to pull this out and put it in food, and it's going to change the way we forever think about food. So kudos, Mr. Garlic. Yeah, Joe Garlic, well done. But if you say that for vegetable, where does fruit come into play? Or is that all the same? The fruit is the part that flowers
1: and then you pick from You're the picking plant.
0: specifically off of the plant. Yep. It's not the plant within itself. Right. Fuck. Okay. So,
1: you know, some trees make fruit. Right. Other plants make fruit. But even right. if it, when you're talking about things that grow in the ground, so mm-hmm. carrots and potatoes and those things, those are still the roots of that plant. So that plant comes up out of the ground and now you eat that portion of the plant.
0: Whoa. (laughs) That actually, it actually makes so much more sense because like when you first said that if I told you a vegetable is not a vegetable. yeah, That kind of sounds a little dumb. It does. It actually does make purpose sense. So the, the vegetable is just an edible plant. Correct. But don't go and just start eating plants.
1: I wouldn't recommend it, no.
0: But the fruit is off of the plant that's made specific to grow that piece of food to pluck from without disturbing the plant. What? And I know I learned this years ago in school, but what is the difference between a vegetable and a fruit? Do you know? Because like then the reason like a lot of people know this, but you don't think about it. But that a tomato, by definition, is a fruit, not a vegetable.
1: I think if it comes. I was going to say if it, if it can be removed from the plant without killing the plant, but like I wouldn't call a green bean a fruit. Right. But you, you, pull, you pull the beans off of the plants. So I, I
0: don't have a good answer for that. A fruit develops from the flower of a plant, while the other parts of the plant are categorized as vegetables. Fruits contain seed while, seeds, while vegetables can, can consist of roots, stems, and leaves. Which is essentially everything you just said in a different definition. Yeah.
1: So fruits bear seeds.
0: Fruits bear seeds. Fruits are the
1: reproductive result of a plant, I guess. Right. Okay.
0: So we have now established in our two conversations via podcasting, (laughs) there's no such thing as darkness. Correct. There is no such thing as vegetables. Correct. Wow. come to having said that when you, when you learn something. <laughs> having said that I really hope everyone's sitting in the car right now going what the hell just happened you, you guys what are you even talking about so the next time you go to the store you need to find the plant section not yeah, the veggie the, section you know, the plant portion, the edible the, plant section yeah there you go I like that one you got any more oh dude I've got a list I knew you did but I wanted to pretend okay um how, how would you define happiness Like, I would say happiness is anytime you're not feeling sad or not feeling down or not feeling gloomy. You are therefore happy. Okay.
1: If if everyone okay. is happy, yep, is anyone is happy? happy? Yeah, is happiness even a thing?
0: So I've said that a lot about, and I tr- I've I've tr- I've said this to Reagan before, but I've really been saying this for years and years and years. In I'm a huge fan of not using the word crazy to divine. To find out something. Now you can say, oh man, that, that was that was crazy last night. Like, that's yeah. okay with me. I don't like the idea of categorizing someone's personality disorder, whatever, as they're crazy. Yes. Yeah. I believe that every one of us is crazy, weird. Weird's a good way to put it, too. Like, we're all weird, right? We all have all different. such weird quirks. And, like, if people knew what goes on in turn, like, holy shit, Lander, you're weird. But if we're all weird, nobody's weird, right? Right. So if we're all happy, then nobody's happy, right? Because you have to have the mm-hmm.
1: other half of the equation to be able to identify it, right?
0: Without sadness, there is no happy, yeah,
1: and vice versa. I mean, sure, it could go, sure, it could sure, go either sure. Way. but you have to have the other half of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. There has to be some sort of line to to divide the two. You can't, you can't have one, same thing with good and evil, right? You can't if everybody's good, right? Then Nobody's good because there is no definition then for the word good.
0: Exactly. You have to have both sides. Everybody
1: is just everybody.
0: But there is a such thing as happy because we both know that not everybody is happy. Right. Because other people are sad. Or unhappy. Yeah. Or maybe not sad, but you can say pissed off, whatever it is. Yeah. I like that though. Yeah. So do you have the definition of happy? No. Why would I want to do something? concrete like that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one before but it makes perfect and I, I just love it cuz I always say that when it comes to to being weird. We won't use the word weird because we're all weird so therefore there's not a single person that's weird.
1: Yeah. And weird I mean it's all it's all a label. We talked about those last time too like yep. labels are things uh that the person experiencing it is trying to identify. Right. And just because it's different and unexpected and unheard of at the time, well, then it the becomes energy. weird. Yeah, yeah. But that's only weird to you because you you don't live in that set of circumstances. You have socially accepted, whatever that is.
0: Yeah. Yep. So that says that happiness is pursuing pleasure or achieving pleasure. Achieving pleasure. Mm. So if you're,
1: I don't know that I agree with that are you always pleasured
0: <laughs> I'm without sounding gross like, I mean I'm just sitting
1: here being pleasured right now just pleasure myself because <laughs> I think you can sit on your back patio and sort of experience a level of nothingness and still be happy about it I don't know that it's particularly pleasurable, pleasurable.
0: sure but again, that's there's nothing to be upset about. I'm not sad. Like I'm here. Yeah, that's the I guess that's, kirping.
1: Again, for the observer to determine. That's true. Like I could say, well, you're you're getting pleasure from sitting there drinking whiskey on your patio,
0: right? Which that is. That's that's a much bad. Much more example, pleasurable. With whiskey in super your hand pleasurable than now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Hit me with another one. Right, like you, you one. said. Give me one more. Like. Got kind of a light one and then let's get a little whatever else you have written down over there. Okay. Um,
1: okay, you know the, the word scent as it pertains to smell, smell right? S-C-E-N-T. Okay, so S-C-E-N-T. which letter is silent? The S or the C? S-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I would have to say that the C is silent. Is that a
1: popular theme, though, for second letters and words to be silent?
0: No, but we're also talking about the English language, which is by <laughs> far the most effed up language, most
1: bastardized, stolen from, and it kills me. Like language hijackers ever.
0: Anybody who knows me knows how much of a grammar fanatic I am, and I'll catch myself like if I text the wrong your your two two two, I'm gonna catch it almost as soon as I send it, and I Same. always send yeah. it with the little asterisk, like saying, "Hey, I caught it. No need to call me out." Yeah. Once in a while, I won't catch it. When someone calls me out, 100% of the time, it's saying touche. Like, you got me. Got me. Well done. But you can bet your sweet little ass that if you send me the wrong stuff, I'm calling you out. There's not even like a 99%. It's 100% of the time, I'm calling you out on your bad grammar.
1: Yeah. I. It depends on who I'm talking to. N- nope, not for me. Um, if I feel like it's somebody that <laughs> genuinely
0: might order. not know the difference. Yeah. He <laughs> let, let it slide. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So when you you like you said is that the norm to take to make the second letter silent? But the re- it, no it's not. But the reason I say that is because a c without the s sound is not S. it's k, k like cat. It's not
1: you don't call it a sat. Except for the word sent like
0: Change. Ooh. How did I not catch that? <laughs> I knew as soon as I said that, there was a puzzled look on your face. Like, have you not figured out that there's two words? I mean, <laughs> yeah. what are the. I don't remember what that's called. Onomatopoeia or something like that. No, that's when it, it would sounds be, like it's uh, spelled.
1: Synonyms, is that right? No, that means they mean the same.
0: No, I can't remember what it's called whenever two words. Maybe. I don't know. We need an English teacher to listen to this. Yeah, even though we're the grammar Nazis, we just declare... Yeah, have I don't know what that be... word means, though. That doesn't make me anything new with grammar. That just means I don't pay attention to 10th grade English. <laughs> Misty likes Well, what do you think? Uh, There's no way to know. There's not a right answer. It's something dumb. I don't know if that's dumb, though. That think that goes deeper to prove to how stupid the English language is. Why wouldn't you spell
1: silent s c i l d n t then? That's a good point. Or sensuous, because then you're right on the same sound. Exactly. Anyway.
0: Yeah, we're already here. Yeah. Well, I, that always baffles me when we're talking about words and stuff, and like, why do we need a two two and two and a your your and your and a?
1: There is a big. I mean, there's always sort of a lingering, uh, like a thread amongst people who write uh english and grammar mm-hmm. books like there's a push to look why don't we just funnel this down yeah to sound based words rather than
0: like it's hard enough origin based words like us for most of ours growing are. up here to learn grammar right it's very difficult i can't imagine being a grammatical teacher in like late uh grade school you know up through junior high and high school, mm-hmm. it's probably very difficult. But can you imagine not speaking English and trying to learn this as a second oh, language? Yeah, no way.
1: Not what? to write, for sure.
0: No, like maybe speak it. But you're like, wait, what? You yeah. just said two.
1: Wait, How many O's do you have to put what's in? What's going Why on? Why is there a W in that two? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God, that's ridiculous. But I will call you out on it. I'm going to stick with my final answer that I believe... That the sea is silent. Okay, then you are correct. Am I? Even though there is no right answer. (laughs) But there is a right answer because it's my right
1: answer. (laughs) It's your podcast. You get to
0: make the rules. Having said that, the sea is silent and scent smell. Brand, stand on brand. Hey,
1: did Adam and Eve have belly buttons? (laughs) (laughs) You just stared off a thousand miles into
0: space. I lost myself for a minute. I forgot where I was. There's no way. There's no way they had belly buttons.
1: I mean, if you if you subscribe to that line
0: of thinking, sure. then they shouldn't, right? They, they, there's no way that they should. That Adam and nor Eve should have a belly button.
1: I didn't, but I wish I I, I just now thought of it. I wish I'd looked at some like historical depictions of to see of what, Adam and see if there are belly
0: buttons in those pictures or not. Yeah, like we're talking stuff from like the 1400s and stuff yeah. that people are drawing. We're going to have to look that up before I'm, I'm trying. If I remember, which I probably won't, but if I do, I'm going to post pictures when I post this episode <laughs> yes. tomorrow. That's a great idea. <laughs> I'm going to post pictures of Adam and Eve. There was a comedian, you know Bill Ingwall? Yeah. Uh, before they started that blue-collar comedy crap, yeah. uh, he released something, the Here's Your Sign album. We were mm. young. We were probably, I bet me and Gentry were in like 5th or 6th grade. We were taking a family road trip, and so my dad bought the CD. And we were listening to it, and I don't know what the whole joke where it comes from. But he's talking about if I don't know, maybe he came across a Bible or something that had typos in it. And it, I'll never you talk about Adam and Eve, and he's like, "All right, guys, today we're going to learn about Saddam and Steve." <laughs> <laughs> and this is according to the Book of Gob. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, like on Arrested Development, oh, and
0: characters. Joe, but it's G-O-B. G-O-B. Yeah. Someone was telling me about that show the other day. Have you ever seen Arrested Development? I'm like, oh yeah, I hated the idea of it because Mark tried to get me to watch it for at least five <laughs> years and I finally turned it on and I never laughed so hard in my life. It's so funny. Like if you're a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm, you're a fan of Arrested Development See, I and vice versa. I've I know you like have two it three it, episodes of Curve, Yeah, it, it blows really my mind. Yeah. Like they're just fixing to release the latest season. This has been going on for like 14, years. Uh, yeah, 15 how many years. are there? Well, I think they don't th- release them like every year. No, nah, I think this will make either season nine or season 10, which I think is one of the reasons why I love Larry David. And I love Jerry Seinfeld. Like whether you like Jerry Seinfeld stand up or not, I get, I think he's absolutely just absolutely hilarious. I've mm-hmm. seen him do stand up, but it's a weird kind of drier, very clean sense of humor. Okay. Yeah. But there's a season on there. It's the one where having said that the name of my podcast came from this season where mm-hmm. they're trying to, like the idea is them. They're going to do the reunion show. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld doesn't give a fuck about anything. I think part of it's because he's a billionaire and he knows it. He even said that in a up. He's like, guys, I don't need this money. I'm going to take y'all's tickets. And I'm going to go buy myself a jet because <laughs> I can, because screw all of y'all. Like he, he's very self-aware of where he stands. Yeah. I think he's 10 million shy. Last time I looked at being a billionaire yes. off from Seinfeld. But he don't give a shit about anything, and it's so funny. He has a show called uh, uh, "Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee." You ever watch that? Oh yeah. He doesn't give a shit. I love him. No, like, it's awesome. He reminds me so much of myself because, like, <laughs> someone will ask him a question, like, "Do you even care what I'm saying?" He's like, "I really don't. I really don't. I'm <laughs> I sorry. don't care what you just said."
1: I didn't even know you were talking
0: there. Oh for wait a second. <laughs> this is just my show. You're in my car. Like, right wait, now, what's oh, going on? I'm sorry. Oh, that's hilarious. How'd you get here? There's actually a guy on that show. I'm about to divert a little bit. But I really don't give a shit. He gets this goofy guy. He's a comedian. He just died not too long ago, but he's on the show of Kirby Enthusiasm. His name is Marty Funkhauser. I cannot remember his name, but apparently he's wanted this car that Seinfeld has had for years. It's like this badass sports car. He keeps asking for him. And Jerry's like, man, maybe one of these days I'll give you the car. So, when he has him on his guest as in comedians and cars, guess what car he pulls up in? And the guy, I'm going to call him Funkhauser, pulls up, or when he walks out, he's like, No, you didn't. He thinks he's going get Jerry. says, so like, No, I didn't give you this car. I wanted to piss you off. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you wanted this car. All
1: right, you want to let me just throw a couple silly ones out and then we'll do a couple of serious ones. Um, okay, does a
0: straw have one hole? Or two. I've thought about this one in depth. Um, I think, and I think I brought this up to people too, that I think it only has one hole. Like that's a tough one, but I think that it's only got one hole.
1: I think, yeah. Like if you define a hole any other way, the definition of hole would have to (laughs) be what is, in the middle of a straw, absolutely. And so there's only one. You're so going to the top of the hole and the bottom of the hole. You're going to
0: dig a hole to China because, like every kid tried that, right? <laughs> yeah. Every kid got the I shovel if made it. and tried to get all the way to China. That's a good question. <laughs> they got but there, and couldn't come back. Let's say that you were to able to dig that hole. You did not dig two holes to China. No, you dug one hole. But essentially, if you think it would be a straw, you have the little opening and it tunnels all the way down to the the other opening. That's one hole to me.
1: I just want this sort of, I mean, it does what it doesn't. But I was watching, uh, like I love Anthony Bourdain, and I was watching uh, Parts Unknown. I think it was an episode in India where they were digging a tunnel for a train, but they started at opposite ends, and the engineer that uh, was in charge of the project, when they got close enough to the middle where the, the hole's, should have met okay, they didn't line up, and that guy killed himself. He was he was distraught.
0: <laughs> I wish I'd remembered his name. Oh my god, but well, I remembered the story. So thinking, they had like, hey, you're gonna start on this end and start tracking. Well, start I mean, this... imagine yeah, the I'm work
1: you. it takes to dig those holes to start with, right? But you start at opposite ends and then you and then you just meet right in the middle is you, the idea. Yeah, that's the I know. wish
0: that you like, I want to know like how far off, like if he's off by like a lot, okay, man, dude, you maybe they picked the wrong person, but. To You're me, about the, a train to go through it though, like yeah. it's got to be like the spot my, on. most minute, and I'm wondering if it was just like the tiniest little bit of human error. Man, did me. And he just trained.
1: He just you know, could not handle it. His train, his train came and went.
0: God dang it, <laughs> that's crazy.
1: Uh, I like that. One. That's a good one. What's another one? Oh, I'm just gonna ask you a random question. This isn't like a uh, yes or no or whatever. But if you could add. Not alter, but add one body part. What would you add?
0: Add once. So I'm not because okay. yeah, I, not you, I know why you just said all. <laughs> yeah, I had to throw that caveat in there. I don't you know, man. I'm pretty add confident. A body part. I'm pretty confident with what I got going on. <laughs> my wife is rolling her eyes right now. <laughs> like, ah, uh, does it have to be a body part? It's it's something I can add to my body. Now it becomes a body part. No, it needs to be an additional body part. I don't quite understand it. It's going to be something like i got to take from a female. Or I can have just one more of something.
1: No, yeah, you get one additional
0: whatever. I honestly think that I would want to have one more fully workable arm with an attached hand. Where would it be? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> like... What I would like to say is that, like, I'm probably going to go, ooh, I probably go left sided because that's my weaker side. because okay. I'm, I'm good with my right arm, right? Yeah. Like, ideally, what I want I don't know why I'm holding this, but it fits perfect. <laughs> it's your
1: small metal Like, you arm have no right
0: idea now. what I'm talking about, but this is actually just happened to work. But if I go under here, my arm, <laughs> I'm holding this little metal piece just because I like to fidget when I'm talking. But if I could go here, like it would make more sense, but I don't know. Do I want to go here and face another It doesn't direction? have the
1: same range of motion, though, if you go like directly out of your yeah, rib cage.
0: Yeah, and I'm also losing that uh, like that pivot joint.
1: Yeah, because mm. it, can't, it can't go up. It probably right. it can only go down. Like even your side right. to side would be limited.
0: Hmm. The only reason, too, that I say that I would want the extra arm more than anything else is because I would use it for work. Because we're very busy at work, on my feet all day, and I feel like it's always a runny joke. If nurses only had four arms, they would be able to get their jobs done a lot quicker. But I'm going three arms because you only give me one. Only one. I'm not choosing an extra penis. That sounds like a lot of work. I like it. It's it's tough <laughs> enough managing but what I, I got. I, <laughs> I don't want to have to th- like to deal with two. None of your underwear would work right,
1: <laughs> depending on where it was on your body. I guess you'd have to wear <laughs> yeah, a whole a, different,
0: whole new in set, invent, of a set type of bunnies. underwear. Yeah. <laughs> could you be a unicorn <laughs> This is my hat rack we had a talk the other day a, a mutual friend of ours is now a substitute teacher i won't say her name but she we were talking about because she does more junior high than anything else and so i brought this this up that and Jordan Jones I don't know if he still listens to this but him and I had this conversation we were probably like 19 years old and I still remember this conversation that as a male the girls never knew right but in junior high school the boys always knew who in the hallway got an unexpected appearance yeah. <laughs> because of the way visit. you visit carry your books <laughs> yep. because if you're chilling and like things are good downstairs and you're just hanging the books are here right yeah but sometimes things happen Uncontrolled. you don't even have to be thinking about anything dirty at that age like it when just happens when you're 13 happens, and right? 14 they just show up and you're walking with the books here right yeah yep. That conversation like on that... sweatpants day right? <laughs> it's hard hiding those uh, so she texted us the other day and said that she was she was sub and she's like, oh my god, all I can think about when I'm in passing period is like, which way are the boys carrying their books? <laughs> <laughs> Who's trying to keep a secret right now? <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny because the girls never knew, and the guys we all thought we were being sly, and it wasn't until I had this conversation with Jordan Jones when he was talking about that. I'm like that's one of the hardest I've ever laughed. I'm like, oh my god, we all did it, but no one ever talked about it. <laughs>
1: All right, you have any, or you want me to tackle some of these more serious ones?
0: Give me one serious one, then I've got one brewing. All right. Let's talk
1: about, then, let's talk about animals for a minute. Yep. Okay. Do, okay, do humans have a soul? Do you believe that? Yeah. Okay. Do animals have a soul? I think so. Okay. Do animals
0: go to heaven? and hell? Well, according to Disney, all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> <sighs> I think, like in an but high... don't
1: don't make it specific to dogs though. I mean, it's got to be because I mean, dogs only can't have a soul if they have them. So, if nothing else does, I mean, cats are soulless anyway. But I mean, cats don't real... count. Count
0: yeah. <laughs> as you have said, and I have quoted you a thousand times. Cats are sociopaths. Yeah, they are. I fucking hate cats. And I have a cat, and it proves to me why I hate it because this cat don't want shit from nobody until about <laughs> Except midnight. Except when they do, yeah. midnight it'll come crawling up wanting to cuddle. it knows not to come to me, but it goes to Cassandra. But that thing purrs at me and looks at me every time because it knows tries to be charming and enticing. Yeah. So when it wants food and water, it's the only time. I don't even know where the cat goes during the day. I think it sleeps <laughs> under our bed, but I'm not a thousand percent sure goes to the cat
1: club because yeah, so daytime is like nighttime for cats. So right. they, in the daytime, they go to the club, right? Yeah. They're nighttime. Then so... they come home and yeah. Terrorize off and do whatever. Mm. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So cats set aside. <laughs> yeah. Cats aside. So there's yeah. a, yeah. A horse have a soul. Does a sure. deer have a soul? I think so.
1: Okay. Then uh, if, uh, let's talk about pets then. Would you say that animals, through the course of, of evolutionary history, having a pet is a, a new, newer idea? So, the humans being in charge of mm-hmm. pets' will of animals' well being that's that's a new concept.
0: I think so, and I I, I firmly believe, and I, I bet you uh, like history could back me up on this that dogs have kind of always been around even like in um, what's the like the tribe, like a word for tribe Radella goes and visits them uh, what's the word I'm looking for but like indigenous tribes like yeah. even like hundreds and thousands of years ago I do think dogs were kind of always a thing
1: okay the, the ta- argument <sighs> is this is not even specific to what we were talking about now Like dogs branched off from wolves. Mm -hmm. Sure. But the wolf line kept going. Sure. So wolves are still wolves and Mm -hmm. dogs branched off at some point Mm -hmm. and became tame and then humans started doing the weird things that they do and breeding different species to end up with some of what we have today. Sure. All right. The whole point I'm trying to get to. Okay. If if animals evolved from taking care of themselves Mm -hmm. and being on their own, Does, if a human has a pet, is that animal, just an animal with Stockholm Syndrome?
0: Ooh, yes. Ooh. I've never thought about that. So when you talk, okay. yes. so I do, I will agree with you that the idea of a pet is a new thing. If you're talking about the millions of years that the Earth has been around, right? Yeah, pets are like, might as well have happened yesterday. It's a novel idea in the last, you know,
1: Twenty to thirty thousand sure, years of sure, tremendous.
0: Okay, okay. I see where you're going. One hundred percent. That's exactly what a pet is, right? And if you like, and to even take that a little bit further, is have you ever had a pet run away? <laughs> yeah. All they were doing was escaping their capture, right? <laughs> like, that, like that cat. They hated finally you. broke one or day. Like, why you? am I here? I need to go. I'm getting out. I I've been studying for years. Mark's uh, routine. Yeah, I know that he gets up now. He's gonna let me outside, but up until the sun gets to about this level, I'm free. I feel like no one ever checks on me. Now's my time you to get go. the hell away from here, and I will. He's not ever gonna find me.
1: Yeah, how often do they? Oh. I mean, sometimes
0: they do come back. Then that's not. That's just a. That's just getting bored and wanting to explore. Is it though, or
1: are you so conditioned as the pet now, like? Like I don't know how to take care of myself out of here.
0: I need to go right. home so I can eat. Yeah. Okay. It is Stockholm syndrome. You've Stockholm syndrome. Me.
1: Yeah. Like if you don't know, uh, if you are kidnapped, of course you don't want to be there. You don't want to. You're not participating in what's going on. But eventually, over the course of time, you end up uh, having feelings for your captor. Right. Almost to falling point, for him. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where. It's now a, a mutual relationship rather than yep. captor and, and
0: captive. Yeah. I, I'm bowing down to you, but I'm not going anywhere. Like, if you open that door and gave me a chance, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. That's 100% what a dog is! <laughs> <laughs> right? I know the food and water is going to be here. I'm bred naturally to be out in the wild. But now, like, oh, like it's kind of nice being loved on... You just give me a treat a hamburger. To worry about other things trying to eat me. I'm in this encapsulated area of a fence. Um hopefully not chained up, but like nothing can come and get to me. I can't get out, but that means nothing else can get yeah. in. Yeah. Little humans that are fun and cuddly and giggle around like Laid run and, and play with and me and ride me. Yeah. An a pet is just Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> That's a good one. It's one of my favorites. I've never heard that one. It's
1: terrible for people who are like in love with their pets to say that because then they want to fight you.
0: This got brought (laughs) up on one of your podcasts. I I don't remember which one it was. It may have been the one you just did with Ty and Jeremy, but maybe it was the text. Ty brought it up either way about pet peeves Mm -hmm. Uh, because it's not my top four. When people say the term fur babies, I want to stab them in the jugular. (laughs)
1: Yes, uh, along the same lines, when people post, like, A, I hate, like, pet-specific Instagram feeds. There are lots of, like, you know, Roger the dog. <laughs> uh, Billy and, and Sammy cats and whatever. Yeah, yeah I'm with. Like, the, you. the dogs and cats are not fucking posting their pictures I'm and with you. typing all these captions. Sure. But, yes, fur babies are, that's stupid. Fur and babies. when they make the, the dogs and stuff... When they make them like say words in the stop captions it, and they're man. like misspelled, like stop when it. they say humans and they spell spelled H-O-O-M-A-N-S, <laughs> oh my God, I want to stab myself
0: in the eye. Fur babies. And then if like if there's, I can't say anything, but, oh, do you have any kids? No, I've got three dogs. So the mm-hmm. answer so is you just don't no. Have kids, yeah. My mom actually used this and this is something I take to heart is if your dog dies and you like really love dogs, what are you going to do? I will... Replace it with another dog. You're talking to the wrong guy. Like Like you as in like, (laughs) but just for storytelling purposes, right? I said if you're someone who just loves dogs, right? Can you like if you have a human in your life, in that human dies, do you replace that human with another human? No, not the answer is no. (laughs) Is it though? The answer is no. (laughs) The answer is no, and we're gonna leave it at that. Okay. You don't replace... You can't go to the store and pick up a new baby. pick up a new one and pretend that nothing ever happened. Yeah, okay. No. No, fur baby. Get away from me (laughs) with that crap. (laughs) Don't even even look at me with your fur baby face. Your fur babies. Can I read you a definition of something? I wish you would. I'm going to read you... This is just a definition, okay? And then you get to decide what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. I don't know if that makes much sense. It might when I read this. It might not. Okay. I'm pretty smart. I might figure it out. The popping sound. You remember, like, a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago, there was a pop. I figured out when it's when the phone's too close to the microphone. Oh, like, okay. I should have known that. So that's why I'm doing this and <laughs> I'm awkward.
1: Can you hear it when that happens?
0: Okay. Yeah. Huh? Can you hear it when that yeah, happens? Yeah, because it started doing it. It wasn't loud and obnoxious, but it started to come. That's why so I threw my phone over here gotcha. real quick. A system of religious and Something and devotion directed towards a particular figure figure or object. Let me try that again. I stumbled on my words because okay. I don't know what this word is. V-E-N-E-R-A-T-I-O-N. Veneration. Veneration. Don't know what that is.
1: That means like how like you're sort of devoted. Yeah. Okay.
0: A system of religious veneration and devotion directed towards a particular figure or Or object. Define that word for me, sir.
1: Since it has the word religion in the definition, I will say you were
0: defining cult. That is 100% correct. Okay. An argument that people have, and it's a pretty big argument if you were to get onto like the Reddits and the Googles and all that stuff is, is and I'm going to go broad spectrum, but then we can narrow it down, is religion cult. Okay? Okay. And then you narrow it down further, so, like, you think of, like, and when I was thinking of religion, I'm thinking of, like, the mainstream stuff. So, mm-hmm. obviously, Christianity, Mormonism, um... Muslim. Mm-hmm. Are those cults? or those opposite or something different than a cult. Okay. Okay. So like the way I look at it, like when, when I imagine cult, like there's two phenomenal movies on Netflix. They're Netflix originals. I cannot think of the name of either one of these movies, but I watched them both back to back. Okay. One of them was like a, a, people trying to drink the kool-aid like it really was what it was like trying to kill people and like everyone sits at the dinner table and drinks the kool-aid yeah the
1: you know what movie we're talking about
0: that was such a good movie such a good movie yeah and then he walks out at the very end and everybody starts turning their red lights on throughout california yeah okay there was another movie that i watched i'll never remember what this one was, it was a little odd movie but it was entertaining i watched it and this guy was like living a pretty mundane life he was kind of bored with shit um Nine to five office job, <clears throat> and his buddy told him that they were going away for a dude's weekend. Well, what dude's weekend turned into was him going to this like convention of sorts, and it turns out being what some would refer to as a cult. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what he's getting himself into. Like, he walks into one room, and there's two girls that are like, Come on, let's go, let's do shit. Like, he's married, so he's like, oh, That's gonna weird me out. You know, he didn't do anything, but like, that's a, that's a room. And then you go to one room, and they're, like, all screaming and dancing and having... And like every room. But at the end of it, like, he starts realizing, like, I don't know what's going on, but everyone's happy right now. They're feeling something that I am not feeling within myself. But everybody here is under... Without that environment. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. We've come to this place to gather. I'm awkward about it. I'm uncomfortable with what's going on. But by the end of the weekend, he's come to gather, like... I've accepted whatever this is into myself. I'm happier. I feel better. And he goes back and it shows like a year later, his like his wife is a part of this cult. His kids are a part of this cult. And he's like a multi-millionaire now because it's like something clicked and now like all of a sudden, bam, 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 life is happening. Mm-hmm. Right? But to you, what what's the difference in just like this old cult that they're all worshiping you know, the the Mark Youngblood cult as opposed to a religion where they're still worshipping something else, somebody else, but yet it's just more socially acceptable.
1: Okay, so we, we discussed this a long time ago about maybe making it a podcast episode. And so at that point, I started my notes. That's what a okay. podcast nerd I am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I went and did a bunch of notes on a hypothetical podcast that we may or may actually, not yeah, ever All right. So, the, or you defined it, and I actually have that same definition down. That's from the Oxford Dictionary. Um, the Supreme Court has never actually defined the word religion. Okay. Probably on purpose. Um, The two things I have written down that pertain to the Supreme Supreme Court and religion, Uh, the first ruling was an 1890 case in Davis versus Benson, and they decided that the word religion has reference to one's views of his relations to his creator and to the obligations they impose of reverence for his being and his character. So So his
0: views... Well, and God is not referenced in there. Exactly. So it's like in his like. So you're talking about whoever he or she is, the, the thing, whatever they feel. being or character, right? Uh,
1: the other the other case was from 1961. It was Tarasco versus Watkins, and the Supreme Court said that the government can't aid those religions based on a belief in the ex- existence of God against those religions founded on different beliefs, i.e., Buddhism. Taoism, things like that, where there is not believed to be one
0: God or one creator. Right. It's a system of beliefs about okay. imp-
1: self-improvement.
0: I think like to me, and I could be wrong, but being the living in America, I think that there's the, the two biggest types of religions that you're going to find obviously is going to be Christianity, right? But to me, especially post 9-11, the second biggest one, and I think it's the one that people have the most problem with is going to be... Muslim.
1: Okay, I, I can don't be dis- wrong with that. I don't disagree with what you're saying at all. But the problem is how those things are defined. Again, we're we're putting labels on stuff, and labels lead mm. to problems. Okay, so the label of a Muslim to your average Schmo American means, you know. People from the Middle East who are radical, who wear turbans and, you know, have death to America on their brain. Absolutely. Muslims as a whole. Actually, there are more uh, people of African descent who are Muslim than people of Middle Eastern descent.
0: And it's a very peaceful religion. Yeah. Very peaceful.
1: The, The radical portion of it. Or islamists mm-hmm. and there's a big difference between being an islamist and a muslim and a
0: muslim i think that goes to show and like everyone out there that may be rolling their eyes which i really hope right now that we just made a lot of people roll their eyes this
1: podcast took a serious turn it
0: really did <laughs> but i think a lot of that has to do with how you view certain things right and so like in your mind if you're thinking that like everybody who believes this way is a piece of shit and out to kill America. And we're strapping bombs on our chest. You're the problem for thinking that way. Instead of doing, I used to work, um, at a different place than I work now. And there was an older lady who had some heart problems, legitimate heart problems. Okay. And she said she was going to go to Dallas to go see a doctor. And I asked her, I said, but we work in a hospital. Why would you not just go see someone here? in Dallas? like Lubbock's a pretty good medical community. Can we agree? Sure. Her response, and I quote, I was 21 years old. She said, I will not go be seen by a fucking Muslim. Okay. (laughs) There is so much wrong with that comment. I remember texting you and telling you that. Okay. Because for one, you're now saying that every cardiologist is of a certain religion. You're you're already making the assumption. Yeah. You're also saying that every Muslim is bad. I didn't understand that. Like, I remember, like at twenty one, I'm not very well knowledgeable at the time. Really, not much now, but definitely at twenty one, I remember that there was something so wrong with that comment. I was like, I got to text you. Now. I'll never remember, forget that conversation of me texting you saying, "Look what the fuck I just heard." Yeah,
1: you want? I'm not usually a one upper. You want a, a, another story?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I have struggled really my entire life with belief sure. uh, whether there is or isn't or who knows or whatever mm-hmm. about God um, I went through a stretch where I went to church I uh, will not say which church during service one day and this is like not not all that long ago 10-ish years yeah. ago I mean yeah. relatively recently Um, I decided I was given up <laughs> after I heard the following um Muslims want to kill us. Oh, my God. You did not kill that in the church. <laughs> and at that point, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, already, started, I'm already here kind of. To question. Uh, not under duress, but not because, like, I'm more trying to find a way rather than. I'm with you. I'm here and I believe and I'm participating in everything that's going on. I'm I'm, right. I'm sort of like in observatory mode. Sure. But at that point, I'm like. Got to go like I've already tried before this is round number you know three or four trying to kind of Mm. figure this out like this this statement from this particular person who is someone I hold in pretty high regard sure I can't justify continuing to participate in this kind of stuff when I know that that's That's in your head. That's the mindset. And you just said it out loud in front of all these people. And now these people are going to like jump on that same bandwagon. Yeah. And And they may not have before, but because you're. It's been said now. You're in the position where you're at. You're standing up on stage addressing everybody. Like that holds some, some sway. Like people are going to lean their needle in that direction now.
0: Yeah. That's disgusting comment. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It's a disgusting comment. I was watching the show Big Brother. You know, we're like the two biggest fans of Big Brother you'll ever meet are me and my wife. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know the show, right? This past season, um, a lot of people I know didn't really like watching it because they thought it was too political. I thought that what the, the, the network did was say, we have a platform and it's time to start making people think differently. And this isn't a time where oh, people hate that, though, where, you know, BLM is a big thing. And this was the, the time this the show started to air was not too long after George Floyd died. Like, let's just start making people more aware one way or the other. It's not trying to persuade you one way or the other. Right. It was just yeah. saying, let's open up some more minds around America because we have a platform to do it. I think it's NBC. Let's just do it. Right. I didn't have a problem with it. It showed... There's a girl who was on the show. I'm not going to get too far into the show, but anyways, they because of COVID, they couldn't do, like, to let new people on the show, so they brought back an all-star cast, right? Because you couldn't go and do. And everybody knows Dayvon, Mama Day. She's, like, the most hardcore Christian woman you'd ever see, you know, always praying, whatever. Good for you, girl. You do your thing. Like, if that's how you feel, more power to you, right? She has no shame in what she feels and to go publicly with it, okay? She's sitting on the couch because they're bored out of their mind 23 hours out of the day with a guy who's on the show who's an outed, devout Muslim, (laughs) okay? Mm -hmm. And it was a cool conversation that these two were having. And what this guy was saying was, and they're just chatting, he said, you know, the biggest problem that I have with being a Muslim in America is people don't understand that me as a Muslim and you as a Christian, we're, we're doing the exact same thing the exact same way and we're both going to wind up at the same place okay Mm -hmm. in in the way we're thinking so like me as a muslim i pray to Allah to wind up in i don't know what they call their heaven but we'll call it heaven right
1: yeah
0: unless you know what they call it uh i don't and it may be heaven i don't really know versus you as a christian who gets on their knees and praises jesus the lord god right right to get to a better place in the afterworld, which you're referring to as a heaven, right? Yeah. So the way he defined it really hit me. He said, man, what I'm thinking, and what you're thinking, and what we're doing is the same. We're going to wind up at the same destination. So if I'm going to go to Austin on vacation and you're going to Austin on vacation, you may take the scenic route. I'm going to take the quick route, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of our trip, we're both going to wind up in Austin. It's how we chose to get there, is the lives, the path that we took. But how is your way of thinking any way different than her way of thinking is that we're both trying to get to the same place and live a moral and upright standing life to get to a certain place, maybe after we die, but you're judging me because I pray to a different way. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? No, I got you. And I thought that was a really cool way to look at it because so many people live in where we live, not only in America, but we live in west texas yeah and it's my way or the highway and if you don't think the way i think if you don't pray the way i pray if you don't do the things i do then you're wrong i'm right end of discussion i won't even hear what you have to say especially because muslims are out to kill us that guy ain't nobody out he ain't trying to kill nobody he's trying to win a half (laughs) a million bucks for his family (laughs) i'm just trying to win big brother man but the whole way thing that this got started off was is I read you a definition of a cult. Okay. Well let's look at at what is that some
1: of the things that are or even were considered cults. So for the longest time and even now, people have a real problem with Mormons. There's a there's a reason that they all live in Utah now. Yeah, they're they having to kind of be secluded out of, out of everywhere, everywhere else, else. Let's go to Salt Lake. Because people thought they were a bunch of weirdos. Sure. And they had to make this trek all the way across the country uh, and end up in Utah, sort of. Do you... Not necessarily. I, I mean, think they ended up there because that's just where they chose to stop. That's it wasn't a destination. Yeah. Um, they were not highly regarded and... and Really not all that long ago. I mean, we're talking about in the last probably 20 or 30 years. Yeah. That it's that. been a lot more socially acceptable. Socially acceptable, yeah. And Same lot thing of it, for Christianity, though. Jesus went through what he went through. Right. Because the Romans... Hated what he was doing yeah, They didn't, he didn't want to, believe to hear him.
0: anything of what they had to say. This guy just shows up and all of a sudden he's touching somebody and now all of a sudden they weren't blind and now they see.
1: Yeah. So is, is the difference between a cult and a religion just time? I think. That, How long those ideas exist, whether they outlive their, their generator, sure. their creator, or whatever. I
0: think, personally, I think that's 100% what it is. Like most people right now, when they're listening, they're thinking of a cult as kind of like, okay, well, you and like 10 of your buddies are going to come to my house. Right. Because like I'm I'm super powerful and I'm like, I'm going to say something that's going to make you feel some shit and you're going to leave my house because we had a little powwow and you're going to feel good. And whatever I tell you, you're going to do, you're going to do. And then like if I tell you, like you're going to drink the Kool-Aid and everyone's going to go and drink, the, you know, to try to follow Haley's comment and all that crap. That's what most people assume is a cult. Right, yeah, like, but you think, like, so you talked about Mormonism, like, what who's the big name in Mormonism? He wrote a book, Brigham you, Young and, and Brigham Young University, right? Joseph he was Smith named and... for a reason. Those guys got together and they wrote a book, The Book of Mormon. I've done some research on that, and it wasn't that long ago. Like no, it, like, <laughs> it's not a book that's 2,000 years old, yeah. it was within the 1900s, and there, I believe that to be true. I think it's older than that, but I mean, it's not it's fairly, it's new. not hundreds yeah. of years right. older than that, Right. And they wrote a book and by ways that they think and they believe, they started preaching they were like such good leaders and like could really push a point across to where now we believe that that's the way you know that some of us think and more people think that way more people think that way next thing you know they're now considered a religion. But it wasn't that long ago when this religion was considered a cult. Yeah. So I do agree with you that I think a cult turns into a religion over time, right? Yeah,
1: um, do the ideas outlive the the leader? The view from this is always the case in anything, not specific to religion, but the views from inside the circle and the views from outside, outside the, the
0: circle. circle. The problem is, is the outside the circle group is a very could be very judgmental. Towards well, it doesn't April. matter,
1: because outside the circle is always much bigger number-wise than what's inside the circle. Right. Uh, and, and even globally. Sure. Uh, whether you're talking about Christianity or Buddhism or, or mm-hmm. whatever. theres I don't know what the, the most practiced religion would be. I think it would be... I think it's Catholicism. Oh, you might be right. But don't quote me on that. I'm going to talk about some things done in the name of God that might make you squeal. Yeah. Yeah. Could Catholicism is probably leading the, leading the charge there.
0: Well, they are (laughs) in like fairly recent news.
1: Google the Spanish inquisition. Yeah. Look at
0: go watch spotlight. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, to me, what a lot of the problem is, right. Isn't the fact of Christianity it's not the fact of and the belief of muslim or buddhism which i'm telling you right now i'm a fan of buddhism <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with the sub religion of them tittyism <laughs> but like can you imagine like as many being of those being a monk and like going to like one of the places where they're like wearing the gowns and they shave their heads and like, they don't talk and take these vows of silence. Like you tell me that that's not the most peaceful thing in the world. Right. Yeah. And them too, they're trying to achieve a sense of self worth, make themselves feel better. Like I want to represent something that other people can respect, which I think is what a Muslim does. I think that's what a Christian does. Well, right, yeah. And that's what I
1: speak to say like Mindy brings up this point a lot. Like everybody's right like exactly. it all starts from from the good point exactly and you're trying to a be better yourself but then help others around you be better. So a- everybody's right right because you're trying to like you said achieve the same goal you're trying to right. end up in the same spot right? sure uh, yeah the the devil is in the semantics.
0: It just goes to show how how close-minded people can be right.
1: Mm -hmm. i
0: feel a certain way and because i feel that way i'm right which means that if you feel a certain way you're clearly wrong if it disagrees with my point of view it's not that we're both right because heaven forbid (laughs) you can't
1: have two rights you you and i who
0: disagree are both right (laughs) or heaven forbid that Hmm, fuck it. Maybe everything I've felt and I believe that I've latched onto for however long, maybe that was wrong and what you're right, right? Because I yeah. can't admit that because I'm a human being. How, how dare I admit that I'm wrong? Yeah. It's that the way I feel, the mainstream is 100% right and everybody else is an idiot and they're all going to burn in hell because of it.
1: Yeah, sadly, that's a, a loud part of. of... Those ideologies,
0: yeah, and like I don't, I, I understand the idea. Like the movie, I wish I could remember the cult movie that I watched on Netflix, it was so good with the guy, this is just leaving his mundane life. And like something changed him that weekend, it was a lot. Like some of the rooms he was going into, I was like, mm, Yeah, I wouldn't participate in if I walked into that room, right? But he, the guy embraced what was brought on, he's like, Fuck it, I'm here, I can't go nowhere, right? I mean, I can, but like, yeah, I'm here, I have two choices. And the dude walked out of that place feeling like a whole new person. Well you said it earlier before we ever started and we
1: kind of were batting around this idea that everybody it's a matter of trying to fit in somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like people I, need I, like I'm a isolated sense
0: of self worth. Yeah,
1: and whether you want to call it, you know, religion or a cult or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Wherever you happen to feel the most comfortable and fit in and and you feel the best about yourself and how you're helping others feel about them sure themselves sure why do you
0: why is that wrong why do you have to label it exactly you don't need to put a label on it it could be happiness it could be like sense of fitting in mm-hmm. wherever it is like I look back um, on, on like the goths right you remember the, the goth crew that was in high school right did y'all have oh, goths yeah I didn't know, like, we when... invented goths. Did you? So it was, it was your generation, right? <laughs> yeah. And like, you, they're walking in the halls wearing all their black and like, you're like, oh, they're real good. worshippers and stuff. But you know what they were wanting to do? The same thing I was oh. wanting to do when I went to the goths mall. Goths of a feather, right? <laughs> <laughs> I went I went to the mall and I bought my Abercrombie and Fit shirt. You know why I was shopped there instead of Walmart? Because I wanted to fit in with my buddies. Mm-hmm. Because it was the cool thing to do. It was where I felt that I best belonged. Yeah. So I, I, I conformed to this certain person because that's where the people that I like and the people that I'm associating with are. And I want to fit in with this group of people. And people sound
1: and say the, some of the same things that you do. Sure. And
0: it's but, not... But why was the preppiness... And that's what, like, in the groups that we had, preps was a thing, right? Yeah. And that was just someone who I always defined as, like, dressed a little bit nicer. The collared shirts, the... Cole Hawn loafers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Why was I any better than the... Goths. when really all I was doing is I was making up who the fuck I was in order to fit in and they were making up who the fuck they were to fit in. So really me and that goth sitting right next to you were probably a hell of a lot more similar than we realized.
1: Yeah, you've got one similarity for sure. We want to fit in. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's an interesting one. So you know what what my biggest problem is with... (laughs) I'm not going (laughs) to with people who are devout to a certain religion, okay, mm-hmm. and let's just fuck it and say Christianity because we're in America, right? And, like, that's probably the, what most people are, are celebrating. I'm not dogging any other religion. Like, I, I respect any religion, right? But the problem is, is with if, if you're, like, this Christian who, who's going to church on Wednesdays and Sundays and trying to live a moral, upright life for whatever reason you're trying to do this, okay, why are you going to judge somebody who is participating in what you are referring to as a cult when by definition <laughs> it's kind of what you're in just on a grander scheme of things that took a lot longer to get there right yeah, yeah and i'm not to say i feel one way or the other the the way i feel is my business and it's like i'm not here to promote how i feel publicly but i think what the biggest problem is with this is maybe instead of looking at it from the ang- at the angle of you know, cults are wrong and cult this, and they're all like devil worshipers and shit. Maybe what the problem is is that we're looking at the term cult from a wrong angle. Yeah.
1: There's just such negative connotations with it.
0: It's really weird, too. I was watching this.
1: Cause I, and I'm guilty of it. Uh, the things that pop up on Netflix and Hulu and, and streaming services like that. Surely you watched the, the word one. cult. You know the if it one shows I up sent somewhere you on on
0: Hulu that uh the devil next door. Did, please tell me you watched that. Yeah, what's it about? The devil worshiper dude who like allegedly kill people and put them in their backyard and like his house is all party. I, I sent it to you about a month ago and said if you haven't watched the devil next door, then you're. Dead. I swear I have. Is he the guy that's the ex Nazi? No, uh, if that's what it was, then maybe I have the wrong name down. I'm sorry, because that's what The I Devil think next was. What I think that's what that apologize. one was. Ignore everything I said, because that for anybody that wants a good documentary, watch The Devil Next Door. <laughs> it was called The Devil You Know. There we go. Okay. Nine. I texted you about it and told you to watch it. You said, I'm on it right now. Clearly, you weren't. It's phenomenal. Okay? Like, I'm just going to show you right now. Look at this guy's face. Like, look is at that! Totally... Tell me you're not watching that show. Yeah. <laughs> just, but just by like that's good marketing, right? Yeah. He had like small, like a cult feel, right? And it was, he was a pretty fucked up character. Did but you like, me that? yeah. Because Sandra and I watched it about a month ago, and I, I texted you when we were on episode three and said, "Dude, this is I like absolutely I don't amazing." All that, but
1: that's what, I'll, I'll catch up. Just watch it. Okay. On it. Okay.
0: Now, granted, like the stuff that was going on in his house, uh, like there was murder going on and stuff. But what the most people were there, it was the misfits. And that's what people talk about, the misfits. The people who didn't fit in went to uh, Pazuzu's house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he, he changed his name to Pazuzu, who's uh, apparently one of the demons, like the most, most famous demon in the in the Bible, right? Okay. Which find ironic, because now he's making himself religious without realizing right, yeah. what he's doing <laughs> Pazuzu.
1: I hate God, but I'm gonna But I
0: am gonna read the Bible and know this that this guy's name is Pazuzu, right? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like you would go to party like all these teenagers, you know, early twenties, like they said it was like just a crazy house. Like people would just pull down their pants and take a shit in the middle of the corner of the living room while they're partying and pull their pants back up and party out. Like they're just like thing, hoop. Right? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to go there. <laughs> Granted, there was some murder and stuff going on, allegedly, and I'll let you watch it out to to see the ending, but the majority of it, and everybody that they interview who used to party at Pazuzu's house, and it was considered a little bit of a cult, everyone said he was a devil worshiper, he got all these horrible names and stuff, it was just people that wanted to fit in.
1: Well, yeah, you're trying to, like everybody's got a baseline, lowest common denominator that you'll accept. Me, you know, either money or input or participation, sure. from, right? So, sure, that's how you end up with the problems you have in social media because there there is no lowest common denominator. Like that bottom is infinite;
0: it's just going to keep getting deeper. <laughs> yeah, so deeper you you
1: you don't charge for use of these sites, and there's right. no real serious repercussion about the things you say and post. Mm-hmm. So that pit is just infinite to the bottom.
0: It is, and And it's a disgusting thing. It sucks
1: you in pretty quick. Let me ask you this before you sort of change gears. Okay. Can political affiliations fall into this same category? Okay, how do you mean? If we're going to say a cult is is something that's maybe not even religious-based, but
0: you multiple people going in to have the same mentality.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, Then a hundred percent. Maybe one person at the head of.
0: (laughs) Yeah. One way or the other. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: Standing up in front of everybody, sort of leading the charge. I don't know
0: that I've ever thought about that in that manner, but 100% yes. And it's funny because, okay, here we have is some fucking dude who we all agreed or, half maybe like a little bit more than half people agreed at that point in time that like, Hey, they should be telling us what we should do and where we should go. Now we should think. And then everyone fucking bows down to this person. And we're devout to this person. What he says we're going to do. You'll, you'll
1: find it since you've just sort of come back to Facebook, but we all know who we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, you'll see some of the things and memes and pictures and, things associated with this particular former president and the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not some too the correlations, off. like, people want to anoint him. Yeah. Really, some sort of religious deity. Sure. And it baffles me.
0: It's weird, right?
1: I don't, like, As a grown man who takes care of his shit and, Mm -hmm. you know, takes care of his kids and his family and the things at home, I don't understand one grown man's fascination with another one. Okay. Like putting them on a pedestal where it might drive some of your decisions and and day-to-day goings-on. Right. That can be said about sports stars, too.
0: Yeah, that goes much more deeper than just, like, maybe who is or is not the president at the time. Yeah.
1: Like, those guys play football. Right. That guy's involved in politics, which really, when it boils down to it, does not affect your day-to-day life. I say that all the
0: time, and I'm glad you said that, because I say that all the time. Is like, I feel one way politically, you feel one way politically, and he feels one way politically, and so does he, but... All of us who, us four, the, the random people I just named, how are our lives being changed? There's no... <laughs> people are so convinced that it is, though, right? No. There is no... I'm the same person today that yeah, I was if, four if, months ago when the other one was in office. If, Nothing if, in my life yeah, has changed. If
1: you're trying to tell me your day-to-day life is different because somebody is president other than somebody else... Right. ...and it, it not even taking into account the last two. For sure. I mean, through the course of American history. Sure. You're either trying to fill me full of shit or you have infinitely more money than either, <laughs> anybody yeah. in this room will ever absolutely think of absolutely and those macro economic things yep. affect you differently than everybody else
0: you told you had mentioned something on a previous podcast of your own that i'm gonna be honest when i was listening to it i actually said out loud i disagree with you okay and I didn't like what you said until I took a step back. And about four or five days later, I was like, okay, why did that bother me so much? You were talking about like how you follow, like you set people on a pedestal, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you were talking about sports figures, which you just kind of mentioned. And yep. you talked about the jerseys. First of all, I'm glad that that you mentioned something because you said, I don't own a jersey. And I said out loud in my car, "Bullshit! You own a Tillman jersey, but I don't." But no, I know. But then, like <laughs> a minute later, you were telling me how you passed it on the rip. I'm like, "God damn it!" Like I thought I was. I was just about to text him, <laughs> and so I started thinking because when I was a little kid, I always had a Steve Young and Jerry Rice jersey. Every year, got my Steve Young, got my Jerry Rice. I was a little kid, mm-hmm. right? As an adult. I don't remember how old I was when I got this. I bought a David Ortiz jersey. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have that jersey in my closet. And I'm not so sure I'll ever get rid of it. I love what David Ortiz stood for. I think that what he did for his own country when he came to America was amazing. He never forgot his roots. The dude was Boston Red Sox to the core. When he gave his speech right after the Boston Amer- uh, bombing, Whenever yeah. they kind of postponed, and then he, 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 he grabbed the this mic and was talking to, this is our fucking city, yeah. right? And I love that guy. And so I remember when he said that, and then I was like, what the fuck? I've got a David Ortiz jersey. And then I started like really thinking about it for a couple of days. I'm like, I don't think I've worn that jersey since I was 21, 22 years old. I'm not going to get rid of that jersey because I like it and I love him. But you, uh, I'm you not going around wearing it. You don't wear it like.
1: day to day, and you're yeah. not emulating yourself to be... Right, David Ortiz oh, yeah. what I'm talking about are no, I'm with you. 40, 50, 60 year old dudes who go to college football games and wear jerseys of 18 and 19 year old Dude. kids like why are we idol- so, idolizing these kids who whom you don't know
0: Kenneth they're and out Cassie, here playing fucking kids. football Kenneth and Cassie used to have uh, season tickets over here at Tech right? Mm-hmm. football Back when it was kind of cool to go watch them play now, like, you couldn't pay me to go watch them play football, right? (laughs) There was these guys who sat in front of them, and I remember when we went to a game with Kenneth, I was like, dude, you're in for a long season. Like, these guys were probably late 40s, early 50s, missing a couple teeth, but they were, like, wearing their jerseys and, like, this move, right? To get, the get everybody
1: crowd pumped, it's your job now to get everybody fired
0: up. And they, the game's this way, but they're facing this way. And like, making eye contact, and like, almost getting annoyed, like that you're not doing the wave, kind of guy. Because I don't know, participate in the wave. I do this. I'm That's that sterile. guy.
1: Yeah, I do this one. I yeah, waved. I'm one that hand, guy. I, I raise one hand. I waved.
0: But I'll never forget those guys. And thinking, and I talked to Kenneth a lot about it. Like we referenced these guys quite a bit. Is like, what went so wrong in this guy's life? and his buddy. That they they live for College Football Saturdays in Lubbock, Texas. I'm guilty. I used to do it. No, you did not to this extent, I promise. Didn't, didn't <laughs> no, I? No, I <laughs> promised. I, like, if you saw these guys, you did not. At, at their
1: peak, so we're talking, you know, oh seven, oh eight, oh yeah. nine. Yep. When things were going great. Yep. Um... I was going to tailgates. I was going to games. I'm watching on TV for road games. I I had emotional equity placed in this college football team. And the results affected my mood for days. Good or bad. Good or bad. If they won, everything was great. I was in good mood. Games we lost, I was shitty the rest of the night for sure. And probably even some the next day. And at the point where... They really laid an egg one day against Kansas State, and they built this up. I will never forget it. This was the Red Wings game when uh, Lone Survivor was coming out. Yeah. Marcus Luttrell came and I think talked to the team, and they showed the movie the night before, and they wore the special Red Wings jerseys, and K-State came out and fucking pounded us. (laughs) And I thought, if you can't... You if had you, all this hype. You can't come out and get fired up and play a magnificent game after all of that. Yeah,
0: when Marcus comes to talk to you,
1: like, what would it take? Right. So I was, I, I can't do it anymore. Why did I had I, to? I had to basically
0: cut off. I feel like I remember the text of you sending to me once is, "Why are you letting eighteen and nineteen year old kids control your mood?" Because yeah. I've decided to quit.
1: Yep. And I, I, I have not watched a, an entire tech football game since.
0: I haven't either, but that's because they're trash. They're Six,
1: trash. one, half dozen of I mean, they're affecting <laughs> your mood, right? <laughs> that's so true. That's so true.
0: <laughs> I believe the way this, con- this one got started, okay, mm-hmm. personally, I don't have a problem with the idea of a cult. Am I saying I'm part of one?
1: I mean, it all depends on how you're defining it. Again, it's a label.
0: I think what the problem is, is, is not the cult versus religion, which is what so many people are going to have is maybe we're misusing the word cult. And if you know somebody involved in that kind of stuff, or we probably don't, but you hear about it and you see the documentaries and you hear this word and it's like, why are you thinking so negative of somebody who just wants to fit in and feel a certain way about themselves? Yeah. Some people are content with the way they feel. Some people feel like they need a little bit more.
1: Like we have this conversation sometimes at home, like, you know, your kids reach a point where they are their own person and Mm -hmm. you can't dictate what they do and don't do anymore. So if they go and do something in your eyes that's stupid and moronic. Right you kind of have to just let it happen yeah like they have to figure that shit out on that's their own. that's
0: what we're doing you and i are doing it on a day-to-day basis right i mean we're making a fucking podcast i life. don't have <laughs> shit figured out in life but i'm learning as i go and i've got to figure it out on my own right
1: yeah uh, that's where i'm at <sighs> like, like it's okay to let your kids fail and like figure out their stuff on their own i mean like, that's what makes them better down the that's line what
0: like I'm a huge believer in it's not my job as hard as it is as a parent and you've your kids are all grown, right? Pretty much you've yeah. got some like little ones running around the house now not of your own. But yeah. The grandkids, right? Yep. But my besides my oldest, I've got two little ones and like but the oldest faces her own problems too and like I've I'm I constantly am telling myself with all three of them is my job as a parent, is not to prevent my kids from falling. No, my job is to teach them how to get back up. Yeah. Please tell me what I'm quoting. Why do we fall? So we can learn to get back up the again. Hell, where's that from? That's oh. from Batman. Yeah, there we go. Um, Bruce's dad teaches that yeah. to him. But it's it's so true on so many levels, and it's the hardest thing as a parent. Well, is... if you put all this
1: work in early, yep. And by the time they're you know in junior high and mm-hmm. on. You don't have to worry so much about them. That's true. And the oh, the thing that this would make the pet peeve podcast, like the idea that when your daughter starts to date somebody, you're going to meet him at the door with a gun. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Effort. And if it were my son, I would have a problem with you saying that. Right. Agreed. But if you teach your daughter to have the self-respect that's due to her yep. and to make the right decisions, yep. given the opportunity on your own, yep. then you don't have to worry about those things.
0: Agreed. Which is why I think I told. It's let, funny. Let like, her run the boy off.
1: I don't have to do that. Yeah.
0: Right before we hit record on this, I don't even know what brought up the conversation. I was telling you how like Riley, my seven year old son, was making a joke over the past couple of weeks. Like, oh, like if this had this happen, y'all are stuck. Riley was saying he was running away to live with grandma, mm-hmm. and he got to take Ramsey with him. And he said y'all are stuck with Reagan. And I said, uh, no, we're not. We're not stuck with Reagan. Reagan is the dream child who has caused zero gray hairs on my face or my beard. Yeah. She's a phenomenal student who makes the grades, gets her shit done. We let her go out with boys and whatever she wants to do, be home at a certain time. I'm going to call and check on you, but I'm not going to hover around you and like, send me a picture with who you're with. Like, that's not my style here. Make Make sure, Let me make sure you're okay. Why? Because we have embedded in her mind, the wrong from right. She's listened to us. The girl has shown everything she needs to show. I'm not hovering over you, girl. You do your thing. Come home when I tell also, you to. Also,
1: like, they might be doing something that they're not even telling you that they're doing. <laughs> but if you don't know about it. I don't need to know. I don't have to know everything. Like, I did the same thing. Like, you're but not 100% worse. up front with your parents about what you're doing all the time. Let's be not, real. 100% Come on. Not.
0: I never was. If Life 360 existed when I was a kid, I'd have been screwed because I was <laughs> never where I told my parents I were.
1: Yeah. So you have Ever. to trust that they're, they are capable of handling exactly. things themselves. And if there's a problem, then they'll let you know.
0: Exactly. And we've had that issue with her. And there was a problem. And you know what she did? She called us. Yeah. And we saved her from that problem. And we gave her a bigger hug and said, away to nice fucking go. Yep. We have done something correct. Let them live. You let live how you want to live. Quit judging me how I live. Quit worrying about what I think about politically, religiously, whatever it is. I'm going to feel I'm going to feel. You're going to feel how you're going to feel. But guess what? At the end of the day, we're still all going to be buds. Yeah. I hope. Hopefully. But some people just can't. <laughs> they can't.
1: Yeah, they won't let it happen.
0: Think the way I think. And please, please be a lemming because this is what I am. And if you're not a lemming... Then we can't get along. You remember the game Lemmings?
1: There's a game Lemmings?
0: You don't remember the computer game Lemmings?
1: I don't even know what you're talking about. That's how old I am.
0: Nah, this is probably more your day than mine. Yeah, Yeah. it's a computer game. It's essentially like a bunch of little bitty dudes walking around like they have a task to perform. But once one of them does it, like the 30 guys start doing the same thing. So if you tell your leader to start digging this hole... All of them are going to start digging, so you better halt it, that you told what I think is Lemmings, they're just going to follow suit. <laughs> don't you don't remember Lemmings? I have no idea what you're saying right Oh, now. man. Like, you're breaking <laughs> my heart a little bit. Breaking my heart. Oh. I, nope. You got one on me there. So, we're at, like, a stopping point, but I'm hoping with all your notes that you've got, like, at least a couple more questions for part three.
1: Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll invent part three for sure.
0: Well, surely you got more on there that, like, you're yeah. already waiting yeah i like this one what i like the most about this one is that uh a mere three and a half hours ago i texted you and said hey dude something fell through you coming sure what are we talking about i'm pretty versatile well That's why you are who you are and I am who I am. (laughs) And we make things work because I have this episode to post post in like four hours. You got to figure it out, man. And I had nothing and now I have something.
1: You definitely have something. I don't know the quality of the something because we kind of went all over the place.
0: we did towards the last 30 minutes fun and
1: silly and then we got into like it's all right though because i
0: want people to think religions and parenting
1: do's and don'ts just think
0: a little bit like just because i think differently than you think whoever you are as my listener doesn't mean that i'm wrong and you're right it sure as hell doesn't mean that you're right and i'm wrong it just means that i'm me and i'm you right right because i'm not wrong i'm with you but i'm not right either some days you might be or am yeah find me on all the social medias. Uh, I'm sure y'all have all heard me speak of the pick four podcast. That's pick the number four podcast Um, with this host right here in front of me, Mr. Mark Yumblitt. He's got a great, he releases his episodes every Tuesday. So if you're going to listen to mine on, excuse me, every Thursday, listen to mine on Tuesday, listen to Mark's on Thursdays. His are always super fun and entertaining. Um, Any of the episode he has, especially with Ty and Jamie, some guys like that. They're always fun. You did something the other day with your podcast that I am a little jealous of, but I don't know what it means. And I liked it and shared it. You joined the Podcast Association of America. Yeah, it's
1: a National Podcasters Association of America, or National Podcast. I don't remember what it is, but it's basically just a marketing tool. So you pay a little money, they just a little jealous. Put your name on their you know social media stuff, and then you get a bunch of mailers and invites to nice. To networking things.
0: So as I did not say at the beginning, and I'm sad because I didn't make notes for this podcast. I could do every other one. Y'all do not forget that this episode itself is brought to you by let me know Productions. That's you got it. LMK gonna... <laughs> productions. And if I, I forgot bring that, it up, let me know.
1: There's going to be can.
0: like, if you start thinking there, the L and M may start making sense, but maybe the K will make sense at some point in our lives. Let me know. Um at the end, as I do every day, I want to challenge everybody to go do something kind for somebody else. Mark, there's a billboard. I'm gonna drive by it every day for the next thirty days. That you fill out. What's it gonna say? Grab my attention every single day for the next thirty days if I'm driving by. Wow. That's a lot of pressure. I know. Uh
1: like I'm like less is more, right? So right. it's gonna say pickforpodcast.com.
0: I like it. pick 4 for 30 days. Listen, enjoy. I will tell y'all, y'all want to listen in the month of April. Peace.